1: Your daily quick-hitting sports gambling podcast
0: brought to you by FanDuel. What's up? What's up? What's happening? Welcome to another edition of Locked On Bets on this Thursday, December 21st, 2023. Your boy Q here, joined as always by my tag team partner. That's Lee Sterling for ParamountSports.com. You can find Lee on Twitter at Paramount Sports. And off top, we'd like to thank you so much for making Locked On Bets your first listen each and every day. Remember, you can find the show free and available on all platforms. And Lee, welcome back, man. Looking back on uh, Wednesday, 2-0 on the day jack did a really good job filling in we won with duke over baylor and college hoops then in the nhl we hit the under on the totals so uh we're looking pretty good man five and oh the last couple of days nice little run heading into this thursday
1: yep jack is that guy he works really hard uh, <laughs> sometimes he's up till two three in the morning i'm getting texts and he's uh saying he found something so uh, he felt really good going in to so yesterday if you listen to his breakdowns in his hockey. I mean, they are just so spot on. So not many times you're going to get a total where it's six Mm -hmm. and three goals are scored. Only one goal was scored going into the third period. So uh, felt real good about that, came through. And then, uh, you know, our other play, Duke, you know, they just, these kids. it seems like they grow up playing in the garden, all these different tournaments and, you know, all-star games. So I, I thought that that was an advantage, you know, playing in that type of setting and, I think Baylor's really good, but uh, Duke's a young team, also has some veteran leadership. Some guys actually have hung around for a couple of years, and I think that's going to be the difference for them as they get better as the season goes on. But we like to see games like that. We don't want to see games because so there's some schools. I, can, I got a couple texts over the last couple of days, and, and I almost had to laugh at them. You know, They're asking me, like, I got one for today. Someone asked me, do you know anything about Brescia and Alice Lloyd College? They're playing Western <laughs> Carolina and Moorhead State. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> there's another one. They asked about Kentucky Christian. They're playing Charleston. I'm like, no. <laughs> 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 the games aren't even, you know, they don't even have the games. If they were on TV or ESPN Plus, you know, and I saw something, yeah. But uh, there's nothing out there really on these teams, so – uh you know, why take a chance where a line's 25, 30, 40 points where it's decided by the guys coming in late? So let's keep rolling and uh – uh I love all three plays today.
0: Yeah, I'm excited about it. Let's keep it party rolling again. We're uh, on a nice little streak right here. we got the WTF, the wrong team favorite. It's college bowl season, so we'll jump into a college bowl game. Uh, we got the blowout special, a little NBA action, and then the lock of the day, NFL, week 16, Thursday night football. We'll get into all that coming up right after I tell you about the title sponsor each and every day, which is FanDuel. And the weather's getting colder. It's getting a lot colder outside, but the NFL stays red hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins just like that. So you've been thinking about joining FanDuel? Good. You should. There's no better time to get in on the action than right now. The app is so easy to use. You can look at spreads, player props, over-unders. There's just a wide range of betting options that they have. You got to check it out for yourself. Go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. Get into the NFL season the right way with FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. WTF. All right, Lee, let's go ahead and start things up. WTF, wrong team favorite. It is college bowl season. We'll take a look at the Boca Raton Bowl between Syracuse and South Florida. Both teams coming in this one, 6-6 six and six on the season. FanDuel.com line on this one. Syracuse, minus 3.5 for South Florida. Break this one down for us, Lee.
1: Okay, so here's my philosophy on a lot of bowls, especially now, and it's changed, you know, 5, 10 years ago. I bet some of these bowl games early when – Lines came out thinking I could get a better line, get ahead of it by three, sometimes six or seven points, but not now. There's too many opt outs late. Uh, and and here's a situation where at first I like the total. I liked South Florida, Syracuse over. Total was sitting at like, you know, uh, mid to upper 50s. And I'm like, these two teams go up and down the field on each other. You know, you got a, a veteran quarterback, Garrett Schrader, who started Mississippi State, moved over to Syracuse the last couple of years. And Even though he didn't have a great season, he missed, you know, two, three games. Still scored 13 touchdowns via passing and also ran for another eight and almost 500 yards on the ground. All right, so he's out. He decides a couple days ago he's not going to play in the game. Had shoulder surgery. He guts it out. Now, okay, the backup, Carlos uh, Del Rio Wilson. Okay, maybe he's a guy that can take over. You know, he had three touchdowns, six interceptions not overwhelming at all, very underwhelming in my opinion. Well, he's out injured. They're going to go to a third-string quarterback. I don't even think he was the third-string quarterback. He was the guy that ran the Wildcat, Ben Ballara. Dan Ballara, Ballar, yeah, he threw the ball 22 times the entire season, but like I said, he is a Wildcat quarterback, ran for 289 yards and two touchdowns. I don't think South is great, but these are two teams – Syracuse did not beat anyone with a better five than 500, one lost record the entire season. I know South Florida didn't either, but this is a team that's coming on. Syracuse is without their head coach. Uh, they finally fired Dino Babers. He was just doing enough. Get them to bowls, you know, six and six, seven and five. Uh, they have an interim staff in place that's, you know, looking to get hooked up with other teams. And meanwhile, Alex Golsh's first season in South Florida, he engineered the second-largest turnaround one-loss record by a 13th-ranked offense. The team did allow a ton of points, but Byron Brown completed more than 70% of his passes over the final nine games. He uh, stepped in, and they run a quick-strike offense. They try to get snaps off every 15, 16 seconds here. They're number two, number two in the country in terms of speed. Number one was Jacksonville state. Number three was Tennessee. And people can follow college football, are very familiar with those two teams. Um, Jacksonville state was very prolific running the football. Tennessee does both. So uh, they also, both teams, had senior quarterbacks. So this kid is coming of age here. They operate at warp speed here. I think Brown has a huge edge here over anything Syracuse is going to use a quarterback. They might use their four-spring quarterback when they need to throw here, but I think it's a joke here. Uh, Syracuse, their head coach actually is coaching the bowl game for Texas A&M so <laughs> not like the kids are trying to impress a new coach here. We're going to go here with a wrong team favorite I don't get it. Syracuse started as a three point favorite sometimes up to four, back down to three and a half we're going to take South Florida plus three and a half points. Wrong team favorite against Syracuse tonight and what should be A fun bowl game here in Boca Raton, Florida.
0: Oh, there it is. Right there. Ring it up, right? Wrong team favorite. Well, yep. Syracuse, minus three and a half versus South Florida. Take South Florida. Take the points. Have fun with the Boca Raton Bowl. And uh, this is a game that's kind of near and dear to my heart. I don't have a show tonight on ESPN Radio because of this. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll really be paying attention to this one uh, to see how this game shakes out. But uh, always interesting, uh, especially the Boca Raton Bowl. I know that they have a lot of fun. Uh, the sponsors do a hell of a job with that as well. So uh, there you go. And the weather's
1: not too bad either. No, yeah. not at all. You can't it's be complain. About 74 <laughs> degrees and not a cloud in the sky.
0: Oh boy. Last one out. Turn off the lights. Bam! This one's a blowout. Up next, we got the blowout special. We'll turn our attention to the NBA. We got the Utah Jazz at the Detroit Pistons. The Jazz are 10 and 18 on the season. The Pistons 2 and 25. Losers a 24 straight. Something's got to give at some point. FanDuel.com line on this one. The Jazz minus one at Detroit, man. Tell me about this one, Lee. Break this one down for me.
1: All right, things have gone really wrong for this Detroit team. Uh, I mean, they were trying to sell their fans on this is a team in a rebuild. You know, like Philadelphia had that slogan, trust the process. I don't know what they're going to try to be able to sell now. After winning a couple games to start the first week, since then they haven't even come close. Now, we're not even talking about like a buzzer, beater. Uh, To start the month off, they haven't won since, remember, October 28th. We're sitting at December 21st right now. So this month, yeah. Okay. They they played Cleveland tough for three quarters, start the season, uh, and start this month off. Then fell by the wayside, got blown out by Memphis, got blown out by Orlando where they lost by over 30. They lost to Indiana by eight, Philadelphia by 18, uh, again in a rematch, a back-to-backer lost by even worse, lost by over 30 points, and then lost to Milwaukee the other night by 32. And some people will say, oh, well, we played a little bit better. We played Atlanta, only lost by six. They rarely even cover. That was the first cover in the last five games. Now they're going to play a Utah team that I think is really underachieved. Now, part of it is they're, they're one of their best players. Probably I think he's an all-star. Should be a guy that you got to guard and got to pay a lot of attention to Lori Markkinen. Only played 19 games this year. Came back about a week ago, averaging almost 24 points a game, and also rebounds at almost nine rebounds per game, and has almost a block and a steal per game. He's the guy that it just totally ignites him. So this is a team that can fill it up here. It's early in this road trip here. I thought the line was going to be like four, four and a half. I guess they figure, you know, Detroit here, one of those do-to-win theories. I'm not buying in here. I think this Utah team is going to be one of those teams over the next 10 games, it's going to go on a run, cover seven out of eight games here. So they got most of their players back here. I also think that Colin Sexton, the guy they might be thinking about shipping out, you know, for a draft pick, uh, so... They're trying to, you know, feature him, and Colin Sexton has been playing extremely well late here. So uh, normally just about a 35% three-point shooter, hitting over 45% over the last eight games. So uh, I'm going to take Utah. I'm going to lay the one point here. We're going to go with a blowout special as the Detroit
0: Pistons lose again. They got to do something, man. They, you talked about they trying to sell the process to their fan base. It's the the process is almost like dial up, where it's still thinking, right? It's still trying to dial something up. It's just, all you see is a little process. I mean, Kate Cunningham
1: the, is it? I don't. I don't mannered. see any other guy that <laughs> that even excites you. You know, right? The only other guy scoring right down is Pojan Bogdanovich and. He's a 34-year-old journeyman, so I don't get I was I was involved when the Heat started off, you know, an expansion team. Mm-hmm. I think they're worse than the Heat. 1988. There's no doubt about
0: it. There's no doubt about it. They are awful. The Spurs were on a real long losing streak as well at some point, but at least they had uh, Wimben Yama, and you could pay attention to them and see him grow. uh, Outside of Cade Cunningham with the Pistons, man, I just don't see anything there. I don't get it. It is a blank show going on there in Detroit. But there you go. That's our blowout special Jazz at the Pistons as the Pistons expected to uh, let their uh, losing streak continue. Still on the way. we got to close things out strong. Lock of the day. NFL action Thursday night football week 16 we'll tell you about the game and what level lock it is we'll do it next here on locked on bets
1: if you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason look no further
0: than the locked on NFL scouting podcast
1: Open it,
0: open it, open it! Lee has the key to the lock of the day. All right, Lee, here we go. Let's close things out strong. Lock of the day, week sixteen, Thursday night football. The Rams and the Saints, both teams, come in at seven and seven. This game actually has playoff implications. FanDuel.com line on this one: the Rams minus four versus Saints. Break this one down for us, Lee.
1: What has playoff implications? Because in the AFC, there's four teams at eight and six fighting for two spots. In the NFC. You got to look at the standings. You got to look at what's going on. There's four teams at seven and seven Mm -hmm. fighting for the two wild card spots. And I think the Rams have a big advantage here. I mean, this is a Rams team that, uh, you know, they've got a lot of weapons. And you look at the matchups. So their top two receivers, I, I think, are guys that really. Almost unguardable. Puka and also Cooper Cup and even Tutu Atwell do a really good job. And Tyler Higby, you know, over the middle is tough too. So you got four guys that you got to pay attention to at all times. And New Orleans is going to be without their best cornerback. Marshawn Lattimore, by far their best cornerback, maybe one of the top seven or eight in the NFL. So he's out with an ankle injury. The Saints defense has had the pleasure of facing rookie quarterbacks, Bryce Young and Tommy DeVito the last two Sundays here. And, 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 that's why, you know, they've been able to do a decent job and, and, and win a couple games that, you know, probably, you know, most teams, you know, would have had trouble doing. So I, I just think that the Saints team, by playing the soft schedule, I know that they're going to bring back Taysom Hill. He missed last week, but the Rams are very explosive. And don't forget Kyron Williams. Kyron Williams, when he was out, they lost a couple games, but when he's in, they are a different team. He runs the ball, and like I said, missed a couple games, and he still has gained over 950 yards. And get to see averages, averages 5.1 yards per carry. Most running backs are in the low to mid five, mid four range. He has eight touchdowns, catches the ball so real well out of the backfield. So I think this is a great setup. New Orleans has to go on the road on the short week. Line's only four. This line should be six, six and a half. We're going to take the L.A. Rams, and we're going to keep dialing it up. Level two lock. LA Rams over the New Orleans Saints tonight.
0: There it is right
1: there. Level 2 lock.
0: Rams and the Saints. Rams minus 4 right there. Rolling with LA. And again, yeah, man, uh, playoff implications in this game. Both teams coming into it 7-7. Seven and seven. And this is what the NFL wants. Every fan base to be locked in till the very end. And this is what's going to happen. Week 16, Thursday night football action. I bet you they don't score as many points as uh, we saw last Thursday night football. I'm just saying. No. <laughs> no. That ain't, that ain't going to happen too often. But this one should be fun man definitely gonna pay attention to it and see how it all shakes out so there you go again a level two lock between the rams and the saints rams minus four versus new orleans lee fantastic stuff college bowl action nba action nfl action anyone wants to reach out to you and get some more information from you what do they need to do
1: yeah they want to hop on a uh, great time you got uh, almost two weeks of action through december 31st you're going to get the last two weeks of the nfl and College Bowls, college bowl games, got like 26, 27 going, taking course over the next uh, 11 days. So you want to hop on board. We won 13 out of 17 weeks documented. Go to the website, ParamountSports.com. Look under recent results, see every single game. I give my clients the entire season. So normally 347, knocked it all the way down. Not 247, 147 dollars through December 31st, every football game I've got on my executive phone service, one place. ParamountSports.com.
0: There it is right there. Now you know exactly where to place your money, who to place your money on. Make sure you download and follow Locked On Sports today with my guy Peter Bukowski. Does a great job each and every day breaking down the action, hitting you with the biggest headlines in sports. Of course, myself and Lee will be back here tomorrow on Locked On Bets, closing out the week really strong as we do each and every week again here on Locked On Bets. Thanks so much for making Locked On Bets your first listen each and every day. Remember, you can find the show free and available on all platforms. For my guy, Lee Sterling for ParamountSports.com. On Twitter at Paramount Sports, I'm your boy q you can find me on twitter as well at your boy q254 this is locked on best brought to you daily by fanduel.com part of the locked on podcast network your team every day hey prime members you can listen to this locked on podcast ad free on amazon music download the amazon music app today